Today on The Breakdown, Andre the Giant had huge hands. Will Chamberlain had huge hands. And on Live at the Bike very recently, both Kelly Minkin and Anton had huge hands as they played against each other. But it didn't go the way you might think. We're going to take it all apart right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. I, I see you tried to do something there. <laughs> Why are you so critical, man? It what do you okay. mean I tried to do something? It's okay. I did something. Something there is, happened. There is no try, only do. So I did something. You did something. Uh, yeah, this hand is weird <laughs> and interesting. It has a couple of concepts that we talk about a lot, um, all related to underrepping your hand. Yeah. When, sometimes when you underrep your hand, you end up making weird decisions because you know you're underrepped. Mm-hmm. But then... Beyond that, sometimes your opponent ends up in a weird spot because you underrepped your hand, and then you make a weird decision because you're underrepped, and nothing makes sense anymore. And I feel like that's what happens in this hand. Me too. Um, it's it's going to be fun because we're going to see some underrepresenting, then we're going to see some overrepresenting, and we'll see how it all plays out. And that's kind of how it goes sometimes, right? Like you underrep your hand at one point in the hand, and you're like, I have to get value for this. So then you end up making an aggressive action when typically you would not with the type of hand that you have now on the board that. It, Rather than talking so crazy vague, maybe we should give them specifics so it makes more sense. No, okay. And then sometimes when <laughs> the... I don't know. No, no. I, I like where you're going with okay. that. Okay. I decided not to. Yeah. Um, this was suggested by Twitter Master. Twitter Master. Thank master you. Master of Twitter. Thank you, Twitter Master. Twitter Master. Of, where do you think he might have suggested it? Master of Twitter. Where do you think he might have... Did he, did he suggest it on Twitter? Yeah. He did? Yeah, so type in TWIDDA.com. Yeah, I don't know what. And find um, the two, number two poker guys. Number two poker guys. <laughs> <laughs> then you can suggest a hand. That's how you do it. You got to include a YouTube link and a timestamp. Uh, but that's what he did on Twitter. Don't forget to put HTTP colon slash slash. And then, then make sure it's it's actually dot net. So be careful about that. Twitter.net. Yeah, be careful. Twitter. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so let's get to the hand. It's alive with the bike hand. It's a five ten. There's no special caveat. I think it's just a standard five ten game. Stacks aren't particularly deep or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the star of the show, I suppose, is Kelly Minkin because I mean, she made a deep main event run two years ago. Yeah, apparently that's all it takes now. I mean, what they're doing is they're trying to make it like they've got stars. Even they often do, but they didn't this time, and they're so they're pretending she's a star because they're trying to draw viewership, I guess. Because it's a little absurd. To, I mean, no offense. People to know who Minkin. she is. Yeah, no, I know who she is too, but it isn't like think like people think like, oh, she's a great poker player or she's this or that. She played tight and she went deep and that's fine. That's good. She, I'm not saying she's a bad player at all, but I mean, it's a little absurd, right? I mean, look at think about all the other people who went about as deep as she did. Almost none of them, if they were on live at the bike, would anything happen? It's because she's female too, I guess. Yeah. So, so few of them in the poker world. Yeah, we know because of our YouTube analytics. Yes, we our really viewership do. is a uh, 2.2% female or something, something like that. Something very small. Yeah. And I'm trying to appeal to women all the time. Yeah, you sure are. <laughs> <laughs> Trying is the operative word yeah, there yet yeah. again. Um, all right. So let's get to the hand. We got a guy named Antoine. We did not bother to look up his last name, but yeah. he's on live with the bike. Good enough. Antoine's got $4,310 in front of him. So over 400 bigs, 440 430 bigs, yep. to be clear. 510. Uh, he has queen 10 of diamonds plus two when he opens to 50. That seems sure. pretty normal. Whatever. 5x is fine in a cash game. Yep. Uh, Kelly Minkin is in the hijack, and 
the commentators are talking about how she hasn't played a hand yet. Now, we don't know how many hands it's been, but it's the been fact a- that the fact that it's notable makes it seem like it's been quite a few. Yeah. So they had bets on what the first hand she was going to play would be, I guess. Uh, she turns out to have kings, so she's going to play this one. And she decides to flat it in the hijack. Maybe she feels like she has to because she has a super tight image and she's never going to get action if she three bets, something like that. Sure. I mean, she should probably do that sometimes. Yeah. She should also raise it sometimes, but it's fine to flat it. Yep, and that's what she decides to do. A guy named Harrison is the garbagest of humans. He's in the cutoff with two nines, he calls. Yep. Uh, and nobody else calls. So far, so good, right? Everything's fine. No, Nobody's really done anything wacky. Kelly's underrupt her hand. That's fine, and yeah. we're cool with it. And uh, as I teased so eloquently, she, she underrupt her hand, and now, now things are going to get weird. Yes. Well, I mean, it is a breakdown hand, so something non-standard is likely to happen. Right. So the pot is $165. And the flop is just really unfair to Kelly Minkin. It is the ace of diamonds, king of hearts, jack of hearts. I mean, we say unfair. She has equity. It isn't like right. she's drawn dead. Right. But yeah. I mean, okay. Sorry I said unfair. But yes. Antoine, it's a cooler flop. Antoine flops the nuts with the backdoor flush draw to go with it. Uh, Kelly flops, you know, a set of kings. Very likely to be the best hand. Oh, yeah. Um, Almost always. So Antoine's going to bet, and I think that's pretty clearly the only thing you should do when you flop a straight into two opponents and you're out of position. Mm. Yep. And you're the aggressor. Yeah. You should bet. And uh, we've talked about this before on the breakdown, but I just want to reiterate, flop straights are great nut hands to bet because you don't block anything else of value. Mm -hmm. Also, you can't improve. Yep. And this board specifically hits Kelly super hard. It does. If If she's so tight, you know? Yeah, it hits her pretty hard. And of course, there are two hearts out there and we are three ways. I mean, betting is just the thing. Although I think Antoine makes a bit of a mistake with his sizing. Yeah. He bet 75 into 165. I wonder why. He made, he made it 5x pre. He's just so strong. He's Maybe he's just trying to induce right now from a flush draw by betting small. Good players aren't going to raise flush draws on an this board. ace-king jack board. I agree. They're really not. It's weird. And also, you're making it so easy for a flush draw just to, just to hit the call button, right? They're yeah. in position, and it only costs 75. Like... It's when you bet bigger, actually, that a flush draw is now in a spot where it's like, well, maybe I have to raise because I can't really afford to call. You yeah. Know? Like, do I have to, am I going to raise or am I going to fold? You know? Especially because this just slams Kelly's tight range here. She has a ton of two pair and some sets on this flop. I like, mean, Kelly also has, it also misses a lot of her range in fairness. But right? he, she's, she's not going to call 75 with that anyway. Right. That's right. That's true. But she, like, if she has ace 10, she's probably going to call with the same frequency. And that's probably the bottom of her range here, right? Ace 10. I mean, how about ace-queen? Ace-queen, right. Ace-queen. But ace-ten is the bottom of a range, I said. It's an ace-king oh, jack oh. board. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought there was a 10 on the board. That's why I was confused. Yeah, ace-ten. She might have ace-nine suited. Maybe. She might have ace-nine suited. Yeah, maybe those two hands, ace-nine and ace-ten, are going to be a little bit price-sensitive, but any two-pair hand or set or anything with a flush draw is like, why not? Why aren't we charging more? Yeah, ace-queen's going to call for sure, too, yeah. like you're saying. I agree. I mean, maybe she can have... Um, King Queen, exactly. And was, sorry, yeah, she could have King Queen. King Queen suited. Yeah, King Queen suited's gonna have to call once, right? It's got a gut shot. Yeah, it's three combos. I mean, like, so you think she'll You're fold bottom of the range? I'm saying there's, yeah, there's okay. some other stuff in there. But is she gonna fold for 150 versus 75 with King Queen suited? I hope not. I don't know. I, I would expect she's gonna call once in position right. against the original guy, and she's gonna fold. Two nines for 75 anyway. Yes. yes. So with the guy no, behind her. There's yeah. no value of getting like that type of thing yeah. in there by betting 75. I mean, I think your point is really strong. Like he should be betting more. That's that. This is a actual like 
I know I'm, I, it seems like I'm harping on this, but if you play a ton of cash game poker or tournament poker, whatever you play, spots like this, sizing matters a ton in No Limit Hold'em. I think this is a massive mistake. This like, is definitely a mistake. Like over time, this is going to cost you a lot of money if you size like this. Now, maybe he's trying, maybe he, him and Harrison have got a lot of history, and so he's trying to put bait the, bait the water for Harrison. But with Kelly in there too, it seems questionable. Yeah. It just feels like a big mistake, even though yeah. it's something you wouldn't even really think about when you're watching the video. It jumped out to me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, all right. So what do you want to do as Kelly now? I mean, I want to raise. I don't know. What do you want to do? I want to raise for sure. Like, we don't have an ace. There's an ace out there. The under the gun guy bet. We're losing almost nothing. All right. Let's we do a, effectively the, thir- the third nuts here. And seems let's, pretty sweet. Let's do a little Socratic method here. Oh. And, and to talk about the value of raising here. Okay. Okay. If, as Kelly, we raise, what are we hoping is the outcome? What, which card is the, uh, is the non-heart? It is the ace. Okay, great. Yeah. So we can absolutely get huge action from the nut flush draw. Yes. Huge, massive action. That's okay. great. Um, we can also get action from other aces that are gut shots, like ace, queen, and ace, 10. They're going to have to call once. I think they probably are. Yes. Ace, queen would be weird for ace, queen to bet fold. Yeah. Um, other hearts in general, um, sets of jacks would be kind of a dream spot, which yeah. is very possible. Sets of aces, the nightmare spot. Yes, of course. A set of aces is the worst of all. Queen 10 ain't too great either. But, you know, like if we, you can justify sets of aces like, well, it's, we were supposed to get in, like put a lot more yeah. money in anyway and before this. And Queen 10, it's unlikely for him to have, even though he happens to have it here. So what you're saying is the best reason to raise is likely that we aren't really afraid of any outcome that could happen when we raise as far as more chips going in the pot. We're happy with more chips going That's in the pot. That's the best reason. I think yeah. and another good reason is I can think of a fair amount of hands that aren't going to fold when we raise, that, are, that we want to get action from. Yep. So th- those are pretty good reasons to raise. Also, Antoine raised in early position, got called in two spots, including by a notably tight player. This flop came and he bet. That shows that he has something of value. Also, we are we underrepped our hand. Let's not forget when we raise. What is Anton supposed to put? Like we could have Queen Ten. We could have the nuts. Antoine. Antoine. Yeah. Um. Like we while we can have the nuts, he would never put us on kings. He'd never put us on aces. He might not even put us on jacks. He might put us on pair and a flush draw, flush draw. Once in a while, the nuts. But that like the our, our strong value range is actually wider than he would probably imagine, which is another good reason to raise. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said. Antoine's value is mostly going to have to call, and he likely has value when he bets into two players having open early position, getting called by a tight player. Mm-hmm. And this board coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So I like raising. Me too. Even though, as we see, she's beat, but you know what? You I mean, whatever. She's yeah. going to get stacked here a lot if the board doesn't run out in her favor, right? If the board doesn't pair and it, or it doesn't come like hard, hard or something like that, she's just going to get stacked a lot no matter what she does. Now, Kelly decides to call. Yeah. So another thing that I like about raising is that we get to charge Antoine for his sizing. He sized yeah. it so small. Like, you can't just get away with 75 here. You're going to have to pay a little bit more with your ace queen. You know? is, is it possible that both of them are trying to lay a trap for Harrison somehow? I mean, maybe she watches live at the maybe bike. Maybe the key to this whole thing is Harrison is a maniac. Maybe. Don't know so, it. so she just calls hoping or preflop hoping he's going to squeeze. She just calls again hoping he's going to make a big play with a flush draw or something like that. And then she can slam the door on him. Something like that. I don't know. It's stretching. It's super stretching. It's all I got. Otherwise, I don't understand why we're not raising. Okay, so Kelly has decided to call. Okay. Maybe we should explore the advantages of calling if there are any. Sure, there's some. All right. Number one, really hard to put us on a set right now. We continue to underrep our hand. Like, maybe if 
if Antoine is loose enough, and it appears he is, he opened plus two with queen 10 suited, to have like ace seven, ace eight suited here, mm-hmm. those are candidates to potentially fold to a raise here. Like I might fold with ace eight suited if Kelly Without hearts, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah, without hearts, of course. Yeah. yeah. So we might be able to get another bet out of those hands later, whereas we don't expect them to call now. Right. Also, f- by just calling, he may, if somehow he was bluffing on the flop, which is not impossible, even though you made a pretty good case for he's has a lot of value here. Um, if we're the only caller, he might put us on a draw because it's hard to put us on. I mean, we could have an ace too, but he might decide to put us on a draw and keep firing on the turn with bluffs. So that would be cool. We get more money out of a bluff once. Maybe in a while. we're trying to. I mean, we have a tight image, but perhaps part of our goal is to try to rep a flush draw, hoping a flush doesn't come in for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Not only because we can be beat when a flush comes in a lot more easily, but also if we can rep a missed flush later, that's kind of nice. Like, yeah. like I said, a good player is not going to raise a flush draw on an ace king jack board when early position opener re- bets into the pot, right? Mm-hmm. So she can rep like six, seven of hearts here. And, right. And then try to rep a flush draw later. It comes when club it, club and she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. And he can be like, well, I mean, that's kind of a neat reason to just call. It. Yeah. So I, I really so. like that reason. Yeah. So and we're I in position. That's too. probably the best reason to just call. Yeah. Also being in position is another reason to just call. I'm not sure if she's thinking about that or if she's just trying to slow play. I think she's just trying to slow play, honestly, but I don't know. I'm not well, inside her head. It's working out great. You know, she's against the nuts, and somehow she only put $75 in on the flop. Yeah, but if the board doesn't pair or the board doesn't get scary, she's going to put a lot more money in, right? I mean, there's no way to avoid Yes, that. when you're so underrepped and you have any skill at all, which I believe Kelly Minkin does, of like, course. you're not going to let this pot stay small. I mean, she's if, if it comes deuce of clubs on the turn, three of clubs on the river, she's going to find a raise at some point, right? Almost oh, yeah. certainly. So, like, she can only do so much to protect herself, I guess, is... is too bad for her, but whatever. That's that's the way of the world. That's okay. I didn't realize there would be so much to talk about on the flop because we we didn't even think about it because other stuff happens. We obviously. just blew right through it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Harrison folds his two nines. That's pretty reasonable. Absolutely, and they're both like rats. That was our victim. That was my customer <laughs> the whole time. Of course. Well, now they have to try to get each other's money. Yeah. So now the pot has three hundred and fifteen dollars in it, and uh, you know a place they don't use dollars. But it's a wonderful place to play poker. Thailand? No. That's correct. Actually, you're, you're not poker is illegal in Thailand. But it still is a wonderful place to play. As as I mean, it's with friends. It, they don't catch you. If you don't you shut the shades, make sure. It's you bad. Sh- Apparently, it's really bad, yeah. by the way. Don't but play, anyway. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but do do it on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room, which doesn't use you with dollars, but does use Bitcoin. Yes, and it does. there are many advantages to that. All of you probably have heard by, about Bitcoin by now. Even if you're new to the podcast, Bitcoin is everywhere in the news, and it's also right here on your pod, baby. It's Be- on the pod, baby. Because Nitrogen Sports Poker only accepts Bitcoin and moves at the speed of Bitcoin. Which What means, do you mean by that? It means lightning fast withdrawals and deposits. We're talking like five to 20 minutes. You get your money on, you get your money off. Doesn't matter how much you bank something for. You know, a million dollars in Bitcoin, you get it. Within 10, 15 minutes, almost always, there's no processing times. It's just a normal Bitcoin wall-to-wall transfer. It's awesome. Also, you could, or if you don't want all the million at once, you could take out 10,000 100 times in one day. Right. No no processing fees of any kind, unlike those other poker sites. <laughs> yeah. And you said it moves at the speed of Bitcoin. Is Why is that special versus other poker sites? Well, because even the Bitcoin-only poker sites really make you wait because they, they do all these weird processing times, has to go through their accounting department, all this kind of kind of stuff because they have the money and they give it to you with this different thing on nitrogen sports poker we have you have your account and it's your account that's your wallet 
It's just their whole, it's on their site, but it's your wallet and you have control over it and you send the money wherever you want right away and they don't have to okay it or anything. Yeah. It's great. It's It's a great system. You get your money fast. You get your money in fast. You never have to worry about anything. The signup details are minute. I like it. They're very, well, they're not exactly small, but they're few. All you need Uh, is a username and a password. That's cool. That sounds pretty good. Use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen. That way you get access to exclusive Poker Guys promotions, free rolls, sit and goes, all sorts of cool stuff, and you help us out a little bit. Yep, it helps us. It's better for you. You get more access to cool stuff. Costs you nothing to do. Just use the link in the description of this podcast. Get get you some poker. Get you some poker. It's the land of the free, the home of the brave. It's They got you covered at Nitrogen. Where you find your lost dreams. All right, so... We have the nuts, queen, ten of diamonds on an ace, king, jack, two heart board uh, versus Kelly Minkins set of kings, slow played, preflop and on the flop. Mm-hmm. Heading to the turn, $315 in the pot. It is the eight of hearts. Well, there's your action killer right there. Yep, no the one hearts, has a heart, right? The hearts came in. No hearts in anybody's hand. Yeah. We got queen, ten of diamonds. We have king of diamonds, king of clubs. So it's interesting. I would expect one of these two players to bet. For sure. Like, I, the straight might continue. If, if Antoine checks, I'd expect Kelly to bet. But basically, you expect someone to bet and someone to call, right? Like, no one's going to fold on this, on this turn. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think maybe Antoine's not supposed to bet. Because Kelly's got so many flush draws in her range. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing, yeah, I kind of agree. Like, we could be betting, hoping to get called by Ace Queen with a big heart in her hand. And not let her check it back because she might even check that back because she doesn't have anything to fear sort of. In All her right. Mind. Yeah. So I guess a better way to look at it is what are the values of betting now with the nut straight when the flush card comes? If Kelly has ace queen with the ace of hearts, I got to believe she would fold ace 10 with the ace of hearts preflop. If you she's, do, if she's as tight as people oh, say, Oh right. If she's that tight. Okay, sure. Yeah. Also, that would be a reasonable fold when plus two opens. Yeah. Like, it's not a good spot. Yeah. So yeah, the only offsuit aces we think she's going to show up with is ace queen. Yes. Yeah, so that's not too many. I guess you could have Ace King with the Ace of Hearts. Oh, flop two pair. Okay, you know what? Sure. Or Ace Jack, flop two pair. But you'd expect a raise from those, although she didn't raise a set of kings. I'm just saying that's something you might expect. Yeah, you would expect that. Yeah, but let's say we can put a little bit of that in her range. Sure. With the Ace of Hearts. So, okay, by betting, we get to continue to charge those and not give them free cards. But those are often going to bet themselves, right? Yeah. The one pair of hands might check back. I would think Ace Jack is going to bet. Yeah, so I guess it's just Ace Queen with the Ace of Hearts that we charge when we bet so that's not that much and also no. and even that may may bet if we check it may just bet right and if she has ace queen no hearts and we bet again she might just fold it's a terrible right. card right and instead we get to i think you're probably right a check is better but it's not the end of the world to bet here either especially if we're up against a type player and we think well i can just play perfectly against her so instead of check calling two streets i can bet and make a perfect decision that's a, that's a reason to do it i mean what makes you think we're going to be check calling she's not necessarily betting if we check oh of course but then we have to worry i'm saying like we don't have to worry about making a mistake like in terms of a folding mistake but the bet might be a mistake the bet is a mistake because why all the reasons we just said Right, but we can get value from some things, right? And I'm saying if we feel like we can... Wait, wait let, let's okay. clear that up. What things can we get value from? Ace-Jack, Ace-King, King-Jack, Ace-Queen. But remember, she didn't raise the flop. Yeah. So we don't really put her on a lot of those. No, we really don't. Yeah. All right. That's a good point. Ace-Queen? <laughs> Ace-Queen with the Ace of Hearts. I think if he bets again, she might just fold Ace Queen without the Ace of Hearts. She might not, though. I mean, she we're might. being we're being pretty generous that she's going to just make that fold. With I think it's a reasonable top. fold. I understand you think it's a reasonable fold, but she may not. 
and he may not. You know, like they're not you. You're you're better than most people at this stuff. These people are probably pretty good at poker. Okay. Okay. Well, we're we're trying to break it down here. Let's. Yeah. So, do you think it's reasonable if let's say Antoine continues? You know. Okay. On this heart, and you have Ace Queen of Spades. What are you doing? I mean, and I have no information about Antoine at no, all. No, it's just new game. You just sat down. I'm probably going to call. Are you really just going to fold Ace Queen? I mean, what's what do you think is going to happen that's good? I mean, he's just bluffing the whole time? No. Maybe he's trying to get value out of a worse ace. Maybe he's betting because now he picked up a heart draw on the turn. He's betting Ace 10, you think? He doesn't have to have a pair. He could have... He could have um, you said he's trying to get value out of a worse ace. Oh, no, I changed. I said one, that's one, and then another thing is a heart draw. He picked up a heart draw on the turn as a separate comment. Okay, but I, I thought the first thing you said was he's trying to get value from, like, out yeah, of a worse ace. A worse ace he, yeah. So he has a worse ace than ace-queen. Um, well, no, if he's trying to get value out of a worse ace... No, I'm he, saying... What? I'm saying as Kelly, should we call with ace-queen? Right. Okay. I understand. But then you were saying, what's Antoine betting? We're, then we started talking about Antoine's yeah, thought so, process with so when you, What were you talking about with the worse ace? Ace-10? Um, it could be ace 10. It could be, he's got aces up himself. If he has aces up, he's, he's just going to check. Wait, that's not good for us though. If we have yeah. ace queen, what's my point? Right. So we need him to have ace 10 or worse. So we need him to be bluffing because he's not going to bet ace 10 too often on the turn. That's where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that I said all that, I'm yeah. coming from there too. <laughs> so you would fold ace queen of spades. No, not necessarily. We just talked about his value. We didn't talk about his bluffs, which are. I don't know the whole world. He could have anything, right? I, I mean, don't know what his ba- are. I, based on him betting into two players, tight, tight, tight Kelly Minkin getting called and they like, betting okay. Into- okay. Betting into tight, tight Kelly Minkin. You don't have to have a great hand. Once you get called. Yeah. Well, now we have to reevaluate, uh-huh. but that's a scary card on the turn, which maybe if we pick up a heart draw, we may feel like we have to keep betting. So like, let's say we have it's ace King Jack, right? Let's say we have the queen of hearts in our hand. Queen. What of hearts? Yeah. It's hard to come up with something. Queen nine with just the queen of hearts. He was plus two. Yeah. Uh, Queen Jack with the Queen of Hearts. Still really spewy pre, but okay. That's fine. But possible. Doesn't that play really well as a check? I think it does, but he may feel like he can't call against tight, tight Kelly Minkin if he checks, but he can bet against her. That's a pretty big stretch. Why? First of all, he has to open that hand. Yeah. Then he has to bet it on that flop. Yeah. Then he has to bet it on that turn. Okay, but I'm just getting to the turn. Yeah. Once we're there... It's not completely insane to bet where if, like, if Kelly bets, I'm just going to freaking fold. But if I bet, maybe she'll fold and I sort of price myself into my own heart draw and whatever. I'm not saying these are good reasons. These no. are not good reasons. I'm working hard over here. I'm so like a little hamster, you know, with you still, in the wheel. Do you still disagree that Ace Queen is, of Spades is a fold for Kelly when he bets again? <sighs> now that we talk it all through, I guess you have to fold it there. But I think, I think in the moment, it's not necessarily, it doesn't feel as obvious. But, but yes, having talked it through, I, it's hard to come up with anything that he should, that he would continue to bet that we can beat, except weird air. Right. All of this to say, I don't like Antoine betting now when the heart comes because it's hard to get value out of hands that we don't expect Kelly to raise on the flop. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I sadly have to completely agree. Cool. I like it when that happens. I know. I feel so good. I hate it. <laughs> All right. Antoine decides to bet. And uh, I understand in the moment why somebody would decide to bet. Yeah. It feels like it's making your decisions easier. Right. That's what it feels like. Although, upon reflection, it seems kind of really bad to me. But it's okay. It's okay. I mean, like, you have to take the really deep dive for it to feel really bad. Yeah. But it does feel really bad once we get there. Mm -hmm. Um, 
All right, what do you want to do with Kelly? It seems pretty clear, right? I mean, we are never folding. No. Middle set, when this guy bets twice, we're we have, calling. We have redraws, no matter what he has, although it's scary. Uh, I mean, we have maybe one out redraw if he has top okay, set, but, but whatever. But that's a super unlikely scenario. And we don't worry about it. Honestly, if the jack pairs on the river, we're going to probably raise, even though quad jacks and aces full beats us. We're raising, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Because we hope he has ace jack, actually. We hope he has um, ace jack or hearts that he can't fold. Yeah, yeah, right. Hearts is good, too. Doesn't matter. Like, clearly we're calling. Yes. That's the only that's the only possible answer. Wrong. What? She's really tight, so she folds. People should know I'm whenever kidding, she we, doesn't fold. Whenever we start to give away what we what a player should do before we get to what they do, it's usually a misdirect. Yeah. At this point, oh, long-time listeners ought to know that's coming. You should know. It's like when you're watching EPT stuff and Joe Stapleton says something that seems like, how would he possibly think that in this situation? Oh, because the guy does fold. Yeah. 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 He's, he's like, you know, folding here really isn't that. It really does make sense. And we're like, no, it doesn't. And then the guy folds. And you're like, okay, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just like that. Kelly raises. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to try to okay find a way to justify this maybe, but. Just to recap, we have an ace, king, jack, two heart board. She's got middle set, early position raiser bets. The heart comes in. Now there's three hearts on the board. We don't have the king of hearts in our hand because that's on the board. And the original raiser bets again. Kelly decides to raise. Yeah. And this is what I was talking about earlier in the podcast before we got into the hand when I was saying when you underrep your hand, sometimes you get in these weird spots where you feel like you have to get the value that you miss deserve because yeah. of your hand is so good but it makes you do these weird things that feel like they should never be good. And <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make you do anything like Kelly absolutely can just call here. I know it's fine, but I agree. I think, I think this is what's driving it. I, I mean, yeah, I'm saying that's the reason she yeah. has decided to raise. Like, I think if she had three bet preflop and then got donked into and then led again by Antoine, I don't think she's raising then. I'm um, not on the turn because anyway. then she's she decided not, to just call the, cause flop. she's not under rep then she's not under rep. And also like, he donks the flop. If we just call and not raise the flop as Kelly, where it'd be really weird to raise the turn when yeah. the heart comes and he donked and that's yeah. again, right? It's already really weird. We hate our life. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. Okay. What are the good things about raising? Are there any? There's very few. I can come up with almost nothing. There are hands we're beating that might take this line. Ace Jack. Yeah. Ace King. Yeah. Jack Jack. Yep. Those hands might take this line. Although, yeah, they might. Because Queen 10 did, I, I feel like uh, all of those hands are equally good checks as Queen 10. Mm-hmm. So I think those should all be checking if I'm thinking about it from a theory perspective. But right. we see that he bet Queen 10, so he's probably betting those hands. Yeah. So we can give her that credit. If somehow he has some absolutely bizarro hand, which I don't know how he has it. I'm not going to lie. He somehow has just a big heart in his hand. We get to charge him for that rather than let him set the price. Yeah, I think we should probably not think about the absolutely bizarro big heart hands because how? I don't know, man. I don't know. What else? Unless it's uh, Gus Hansen, I'm not really thinking that. I mean, this and this is what we were talking about at the beginning. Like Kelly just went from underrepping her hand to overrepping her hand. Yeah. She's now representing a flush, whether she likes it or not. I think she's representing like a medium sized flush or better too. Yeah, pretty like much. A pretty good flush. Yeah, like a nine high flush or better. Mm-hmm. Like the nine, nine, eight, nine of hearts or something like yeah. that. Maybe even the nuts. Yeah. Um, that's what she's repping. Yeah. So I don't love repping a stronger hand than you have when you have a very strong hand like she has. That seems like a huge mistake to me. Right. And now, and of course, a huge issue here is what if we get three bet? What if he makes it 1550? Yeah, he just moves in. Uh, we, don't have, we don't have enough equity with one card to come to call against all of the hands that are beating us. I would guess she's going to call anyway. I Otherwise, guess. why is she raising? She's yeah. She's just going to have to call. 
then we just put in a ton of money against a range that has us destroyed. That's correct. This yeah. is yet another reason why we should just be calling here. Maybe she just sees the third heart and she thinks, I can't let a fourth heart come out and just lose this pot, so I got to raise right now. Is that what's going on? That's my guess. Is she that bad? I don't know. I, I didn't get that impression before. She like, played fine. I yeah. mean, we only saw, like, whatever, edited hands, so it's yeah. not really fair to say anything about it. But what we saw, she played fine, but she always had what felt like pretty straightforward decisions, too, like when all the hands we saw her play. Like, she usually had a huge hand. It was always the best, you know, and she was never put in weird spots that I recall, you know? This was two years ago, so I could be slightly wrong. But yeah. I remember a lot of that. I remember a lot of her just having it and no one else having, like, a hand where they may think they, they have the best hand and like put her to the test by accident or something like that never happened. She just had it and yeah. they like called or folded and didn't like it. Yep. So this is a different spot. It is. Are there any redeeming qualities to the race? If he is exactly Jack, Jack, it's, it's, it's like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Cause he's forced to call. Um, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, if he somehow has a heart, a big heart in his hand. Ace, ace king with the with a big heart, maybe? Maybe he could have ace queen with the ace of hearts. Okay. Could he have ace king with the ace of hearts? Yeah. Okay. So we get to charge him for that. And maybe maybe we get just max value out of ace king with the ace of hearts. That's, actually, all of ace of hearts hands makes, makes sense here that he would play. Assuming mm-hmm. it's ace 10 and better, let's say. Yeah. Ace 10, ace jack, ace queen, ace king, all with the ace of hearts. They all make sense to bet because especially, I mean, you can get yourself in some tough spots here, but you get to rep the nuts if another heart comes, no matter what. Like if she happens to have a flush, we can rep the nuts. Well, if we have the ace of hearts, we will have the nuts if another heart comes. Oh, right. That. We'd be, we'd we be can, repping we can, the nuts if right the now. Heart, excuse me. If the heart doesn't come, we can rep the nuts. It's harder to rep the nuts if we bet call, though, and then suddenly shove the river. We're not really repping the nuts. That's a weird ass line. We don't. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about him betting. Not necessarily knowing that she's going to race. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, so just from the point of like, I'm betting. The thing is, we don't need to rep the nuts. We've got a strong enough hand. We don't have to do that because we actually have top pair. It's just a nice bonus. It is a nice bonus. But when would we rep the nuts? We'd bet she would call and on the river. We'd make a huge bet. Yeah. Trying to bluff her off something, even though we have top pair and maybe better. Yeah. Seems like a terrible All idea. All right. We're stretching to try to give Kelly credit here. Yeah. It's a bad race. Okay. That's the answer. However, Sorry. it does put a better hand in a weird bad spot. Well, it's because, and this goes back to what you said, this bet on the turn wasn't great for Antoine, and because he, it's hard for him to get value from worse hands, and better hands are not going to make his life easy, right? Better hands are, not, are never going to fold. He's never, ever going to fold out of flush ever on the turn, of, of course. course. Not. Uh, so, and he wouldn't be trying to, so that's problematic. This is, this is not game theory disaster, but it's not miles away from it. It's, yeah, it's a really weird spot for Antoine uh, when she raises, and you know, we mentioned a bunch of hands that I thought Antoine should be checking in Theoryland, including mm-hmm. the Queen Ten, like Ace King, Ace Jack, all those two pair hands. I actually like those hands better as bets, even though they're worse hands, for, like as a distribution, because they can improve. That's right. Because when right. Kelly raises, we need to improve. And guess what? Queen Ten's not improving. Yeah, it's not possible. Yeah, we're at the, we're at the peak. We're done. We've it's high school, and we won the varsity championship, and now we're gonna go bald and and never have any more glory in our life. That the flop was 18-year-old high school. <laughs> you, get, you get it? I get it. I follow you. You're saying glory days. They will pass you by. Yeah, and that's what happens when you flop a straight. Yep, and you just they passed them by. Yep. Yep. So 
This is a bad spot. Like you can fold right now. You can fold right now. Well, here's the problem, right? This is something you brought up already. When you flop a straight, you can't improve, especially when you flop the nut straight. Yeah. You can't improve. So when the board gets scary and you get action, it's bad. And in this case specifically, like, so we've just been raised. If we call, are we then committed to calling the river bet too? And if we're not going to call the river bet, should we call this raise? I feel like we need to make decisions now about the, the future. I think that you're right. Not, not that we always, you know, there, it's no limit. There's data points we are, we're going to get later in terms of sizing and stuff. But based on her stat, I mean, how much does she have left? Uh, she started the hand. I don't think I even said what she had. Um, part of that's because like I didn't. 1800 or something. Part of that's because right? I didn't write it down. But okay, I, think I remember how much it she was like 2100 to start. She, she ends up having less than a pot size bet left. She has like 1200 behind, I think. Um, no, she's got. Uh, she, uh, she has like 1300 behind, and the pot has like 1250 in it or something like that. Okay. She's about a pot size bet. So if we can see that, we can know every time we're beat, she's moving it in the river, unless a heart comes and she's got a baby flush. Right. right. Or any flush that isn't the nuts. Maybe she'll even check back. Yeah, but I think I think you're definitely onto something here. This may be the best example of the concept we talked about some uh, sometimes where like the inflection point is on the turn. Like you make the decision mm. on the turn that if you're going to call now, you have to either fold or call the river based on whatever. Like the, the game tree is already set, right? Right. And when you have a flop straight that can't improve and you get raised on a bad card, this is the decision point. Yeah. Like you have to either fold now or call call. Okay. Now, let me, let me push back against that, even though I completely agree. Okay. So maybe we think, and I don't know why we would think this against Kelly Minkin, based on the little bit of stuff we know about her, that she could raise worse hands. Turns out she can, than flushes yeah. and straights. If we think that, then maybe we think she can raise, we call, we show her that we're not going anywhere, and then she's going to give up with everything that isn't a flush on the river. So maybe we think we can, quote, as we like to say, play not yeah. perfectly, but nearly perfectly. Maybe we think she can have the ace-queen with the ace of hearts sometimes, like we were talking about, and, but, ra- and decide to raise. But then she'll check that, but she's yeah. never going to make a huge, she's never going to shove the river with that hand, for example, right? Or maybe even two pair, she might not, she's probably not going to shove now, because she sort of set herself up to shove the river. Yeah. She's probably only going to do that with the nuts or a, a big hand like a flush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would fold, honestly. I think a fold is in order. I agree. Like, she just raised. What do we think she has? So I, don't, I would never think she had a set. Kelly would win this hand against me. Right, she would. Right now. I would she fold would. my straight. Yep. I think that's probably right. Yep. But Antoine does not. He calls. Okay. All right. So fair enough. It's not horrible. I mean, he's getting a really good price. He's got a really good hand. Yeah. Maybe she can have a, a flush draw. Maybe she can have the Ace of Hearts in her hand with with something else. Yep. And she's like, you know what? Maybe she's got like, that's hard to Ace 10 with the Ace of Hearts, and she thinks it isn't good when he bets the turn or something. But I we think know. she ridiculous. never really has Ace 10 off, right? No. It's like Ace Queen off. Now Ace Queen's too good to do that yeah. with. But whatever. Just bear with me, man. Ace Jack with the Ace of Hearts? She could have that. Or Ace King with the Ace of Hearts? She could have that. Yeah, maybe those hands. And she's raising because she thinks she probably has the best hand most of the time, and she's got you know a safety valve no yeah. matter what. Not impossible. Yeah, that's possible. People do that. Yeah, okay, that's possible. All right, so he calls the pots 14-15. The river changes nothing. It's the three of clubs. Mm-hmm. Antoine checks. What should Kelly do? I mean, we have two options, effectively, right? We're, yeah. either, we're either effectively moving in, meaning the pot's too big, right? We're, we're betting enough that we're effectively moving in, or we're checking it back. We just got called. Now, what can we get value from on the river if we make a big bet? Ace-King with the Ace of Hearts. Yes. 
Ace we, Jack with the Ace of we Hearts. We block Ace King with the Ace of Hearts pretty bad, though. There's only one King left in the deck. Yeah. But there are some of them. Ace Jack with the Ace of Hearts, there's more of. Those things are going to at least have to consider calling us. But here's the thing we have to ask ourselves as Kelly. Are they actually going to call? I, I don't know. Basically, what we know about Kelly, we think we probably should never call anything like this. If I had one of those hands and I decided to bet the turn as Antoine, I would be improving the river or folding the river. Right. It's like, pair the board, give me a heart, or yeah. check folding. Yeah. I agree. Against her. Yeah. Not against a lot of players, but against her. Yeah. Um, until we have reason to believe she's bluffing a lot, there's no way we should do anything else against her. So, so then we're maybe not getting value even from those hands. But maybe we are. From Kelly's point of view, she just sat down at this table like 10 minutes ago or 15 minutes ago or something, right? Like, it hasn't been an hour that she's been saying they're playing zero hands, right? Almost certainly. Right, so we need to definitely overrepresent our set of kings. I don't mean that, but I mean from Antoine's point of view, he may really not know what she that she's as tight as we know she to be. Like maybe he didn't watch that stuff. Maybe he doesn't know anything about her. He doesn't have a scattering report. She just knows he has, she hasn't played much. That's not a good reason. A lot though. of lot of assumptions. Also, the person you don't know. Okay, not to get all stereo, not to stereotype, but at the poker table, when you don't know anything about someone, you stereotype, right? Yes. And so like. When a, I mean, how old do we think Kelly Minkin is? 31? Something like that. 31-year-old, lawyer-ish female sits down and takes this line. If we don't know anything else about her, we would assume she has it. Yeah. That's just, that's just, a, that's, you make money by making that assumption right now. That may change over time, but right now that's where we are in the world. Yeah, but that doesn't even matter. Yeah. I, like, I think Kelly needs to check back now. I think she yeah. made a big mistake on the turn. Time to check back. You know? Let's, uh. Let's go ahead and just do that. I think it's fine to check back here. I guess she just really wants to get value from her kings because she doesn't check back, Grant. There's no nope. checking back she here. She bets 1,100. It's a big bet into 1,415. She leaves herself like 200 back or 250 back, which is interesting. I assume she's just going to snap call if he moves in, but like, I don't know. Is that the right price to snap call if he moves in? She's definitely snap calling if he moves in. Is it the right price, though? One, two, three, four. I mean, she's going to be getting like 14 to 1. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's the right price because he's always going to have the nuts when he moves in. Yes. Right? He's only ever going to have the nuts. He's never moving in with a top set ever. He's never moving in with a straight ever. He's never moving in with even a worse flush except the nuts. Right. And he's ever bluffing ever. It's not the right price. It's not the right price. You fold. There is no right price. Yeah, there is, but it's a lot bigger. For than one more dollar you call just out of yeah. curiosity. Yeah, like, yeah. In case you misread his hand. Yeah. But it's yeah, he always has it. Okay, so this is a crappy spot for Antoine now. Yep, should have never bet the turn. I if I was Antoine, I would kind of wish she moved in rather than leave herself like two hundred bucks to make it like a slightly smaller bet. Also, I feel like she's more likely to be weak. Not that I think she's weak in either spot, but she's more likely to be weak if she shoves all of her stack instead of most of her stack. Honestly, like I think it's a little bit stronger to leave yourself two hundred bucks. Yeah, I think so. But whatever. Antoine's in a bad spot. He is, and he tanks for a long time. Yeah. And that's reasonable. Like, I think he's probably thinking, I wish I didn't bet the turn. But even if he goes the turn. Even if he goes check call, check call. That's fine. It's yeah, it's fine, but it's also a crappy spot. It's crappy, but he goes check call on the turn. She's gonna bet like two fifty. Yeah. She's gonna call. She's gonna bet like six hundred on the river. He's gonna roll his eyes and call and hope he's right. Okay. Her range is much wider than supposedly. Right. He he leaves open the possibility that she has ace queen or ace jack or ace yeah. king or maybe she's value betting ace queen if we check the turn twice. It seems very. I don't unlikely. think she's gonna value bet ace queen so twice. So unlikely. But she might value bet ace king twice. 
Yeah. But she's usually going to raise that on the flop anyway, or pre-flop. Yeah. It's hard for it. It's a bad spot either way, but once we bet call on the turn, it's a worse spot. The hand is more defined once we bet call. She has crazy over-repped her hand. Having cra- having underrepted earlier, she's now crazy overrepping it. It's really weird. The the thing that Kelly never does is actually just represent her hand. Yeah, ever. She's either I don't have I don't have nearly enough, or I have way more than I'm acting like I have. And it's it ends up putting Antoine in this awful spot when he's got her beat, and he uh, he finds a fold. He finds a fold, which isn't. I don't think it's a bad fold. No, I think once we get here like this, I think I would fold. It may be also where he just thinks, like, I can't fold the turn. Maybe she's got two pair. Maybe she's got the ace of hearts. And maybe, maybe she'll just check back quick, and I'll get to win with a yeah. straight here. Like, you know? I, I just, and then she moves in, and she's like, he just thinks she's never bluffing. By the way, she isn't bluffing. No. She just happens to be value betting a worse hand than is against her. I think neither of these players played this hand particularly well. I think Kelly played it really bad. I do, too. Antoine played it. I think The only thing he did wrong was the turn. Nope. Sizing on the flop. Sizing on the flop was small too. You're right. The turn is is pretty bad too. Though. The turn is okay. A clear. There's a, there's a lot of bad play in this hand, I guess. Yeah. This, although I will say this for Antoine at least, except for sizing on the flop, I'm not sure I would have gotten all that live in the moment. The Kelly stuff, the Kelly stuff, I would have been all over right away. Like I like if I was Kelly and I decided to play kings like this pre and on the flop, it would never occur to me to raise. No, the I'd turn. be unhappily calling the turn. If I was Antoine on the turn, I might be like, I should bet. I could see myself talking myself into yeah. betting and betting. Without doing the whole thing we did, you know, because you had to even talk me into it as we're sitting here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, no, yeah, you would have bet, but I'm, I'm better. So I would have checked. You would have checked. Fine. But, um, but I would have bet folded. I wouldn't have bet called. I got to believe. I don't know. It's, it's a really good, like once we bet, the price we're getting is really good for her to sometimes maybe be checking back the river with some hand that she's like deciding to kind of spewy raise here. If we think she's spewy. Yeah. But by spewy, I mean like the ace king with the ace of hearts type hand. Mm. Like not, it's not like that spewy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If we think she's careful and tight though, man, we yeah. shouldn't be able to beat anything. I think we should fold the turn. Me too. I agree. Me too. But I think we should check the turn. I think Kelly should never have played the turn in the river the way she did. Yeah. I think it's fine to, to slow play pre and on the flop, but then you just go call, call and hope everything's okay. Like you don't raise. Yeah. You call the turn. I don't even know what Antoine does on the river once she calls the turn. Like, maybe he checks, maybe he bets. It's probably going to be the same either way Yeah, for him. But, um, like, a bet's going in. I think if he checks, she's definitely betting based on what we see, right? Mm-hmm. She thinks she has the best hand. But this is one of those things about uh, No Limit Hold'em where if you underrep your hand, you get into a spot where you can only call sometimes. You can't put in that raise you were hoping to put in because the board did not agree with you. This is actually a reason why we liked raising the flop, by the way, which we didn't even get into, which is there's a lot of bad cards that can come that can yeah. kill action. That's another Queens, reason to raise the flop. tens, and hearts are all terrible cards. Right, not just because Antoine has a strong range and we can get a lot of value, but also because, yeah, there's lots of bad cards. So, like, if he has ace-king and a queen-ten or heart comes, he's going to slow down unless he has the ace of hearts in his hand. Or if he has something that is ace-ten or ace-queen and a queen or a ten comes, then we are now losing. Oh, yeah, that too, right? We could actually yeah. be losing. So it's just, it's just bad. This was a weirdly played hand and uh, probably suboptimal. Yeah, I must agree. All right, well... I guess that's that. Sorry. Can't get them all right. Nope. And all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm going to be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home. And you're going to meet the doctor.